Chi Chat by Chi Chart. Hey, welcome to Chi Chat by Chi Chart, your personalised energy planning app. Today we are joined by Meg Linton. Meg's a movement and yoga teacher who believes in all aspects of health, mind, body and spirit. She's an inquirer into how language can affect us with a new book, Watch Your Language, and she also runs Watch Yourself Talk retreats as well as has a Facebook group around watching your language. What's your group called? Called Meg. Yeah, definitely. It's really cool to be here. Thanks, yeah, guys. Thanks, thanks for coming for the out before. Yeah, I've got a Facebook group called Shift Yourself Talk, and we've actually got a retreat coming up to day retreat on the 4th of December. But yeah, that's a Facebook group before the book launches in February. Shift yourself talk. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Wow, tell me about that. It's exactly that. It's it's time for us all to start to talk to ourselves better with kindness and compassion and just get up in the morning and go, can I swear? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm fucking awesome today. Like to look in that mirror and actually go, you know what? I'm not going to look in the mirror and go, I wish I was 10 kilos lighter or I wish I didn't have this. It's no, like look in oh, the mirror I'm and go. I'm looking so old. It's hey, exactly. you're great. You're exactly. beautiful. Yeah, yeah exactly. to tell ourselves that. And it feels freaking good to do that. Yeah. It makes you laugh. It makes you smile. And your kids see mm. it, you know? Yeah. So it's, well, for me, Well, you carry that energy. Yeah, 100%. And the that more fig, you practice I lo- it. I, lo- I love the fig jam energy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's so, so, I tell Lisa all the time she's yeah. a fig jam. No, you say you're a fig jam. I know that I am, but you, you need to say that more to yourself. <laughs> I have not heard that since school, to be honest, <laughs> that term. <laughs> freaking awesome. Bring that back in. Bring yeah. that in. Gem. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm the same. You know, someone asked me about the other day. So I think it was something about how I wake up or from day to day. And I said, holy guacamole, every morning I come from a place of massive gratitude. Yeah. Because you just, it, it's not even in terms of, uh I think it's like you can read on the internet or just know other people's circumstance and then you think, oh, I have to be lucky for myself. And, you know, there's that sort of thing. Or you can actually feel in your energy that you have gratitude, you know, and you can really feel it from your soul. And if you can come from that deep place of gratitude every day, not just a mantra, but they might help you get there, but you can seriously come from it from the base of your soul. Wow, what a place to start. Can I just say, Meg, that Mel put me, and I'm sure she's put you onto it as well, or maybe you put her onto it, <laughs> with the audio book, The Untethered Soul. Oh, that oh I just yeah. that's one of our yogi texts. Yeah. And I just finished mm-hmm. the Michael last Singer, chapter. One of my favourites. Today, and mm-hmm. I just went, you know what got me in in the very beginning, the early chapters? It's Michael Singer, Sonia. if you're out there, you can get it from mm-hmm. Audible. Yeah, you can sort of zone out while you're listening, but it's still going in there, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, that's good. And, and, <laughs> get in there. Get in there, information. In head. Yeah. And the thing that really resonated with me is this internal dialogue constantly mm. in our head. Yes. You know, 10 different voices, statements, yeah. all conflicting, and it's yeah. like, shut up, yeah. right? Mm. So... I think what you're mm. talking about, getting out of your head and doing that is going to be really useful to people. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's Michael Singer that says, and it's so powerful, it really made me stop in my tracks when I had read or heard this. And he says, what ends up in our mind as a thought is how we feel about ourselves in our heart. And that's exactly it. If we're feeling gratitude, what Mel said, if we're feeling like appreciation and like joy for ourselves, just waking up and going, you know, I've got a body today, freaking awesome. Mm -hmm. 
then that's a good feeling and we're not going to have as many negative thoughts. But if we wake up and go, fuck, I wish I was like 10 kilos lighter or I wish my skin was smoother today, then we're going to continue that path of negativity in our thoughts the whole day. Well, it's like I not so long ago I had a skin cancer cut out of my nose. And I was actually, you know, trying to glam up a bit today, you know, making looking myself- gorgeous, <laughs> not, by the way. Not in my tracky dacks and, you know, like normal working for Google home. Lisa from Chi Chat. <laughs> and, and I kind of, you know, sort of put the mirror on the side and then I caught sight of this little chunk out of my nose, this little dent. And I looked and I went, oh, you know, my profile's not as good as it used to be, blah, blah. And then I thought, you know what, Lisa, you are so lucky to have a nose. Yeah. Yeah. So true. And I thought, what the hell, who cares? Just, you know, be grateful. Absolutely. And I think the thing is there of just catching yourself, being in that, you know, seat of consciousness that they talk about in the book, The Untethered Soul, and and it's constant work, isn't it? It is. Just every day. I know Grant's talked about this before on the podcast in regards to his partner, just that constant observation of where you are and how it's affecting the relationship and then checking in with yourself. It is – and I think a lot of people – don't get there because it is so much work mm. to arrive at that place. And you don't even arrive there. Then you have to work on it daily. Yeah. But because a lot of it's conditioning from as us as children where yeah. we've ended up with this self-talk. And then it's also epigenetics yeah. from yes, uh, totally. grandparents Absolutely. and yes. people who've come before generations. That cellular memory that's just yeah. stored and gets passed down, it's incredible. Yeah, mm. yeah. the paradigms can be so, so strong. And it's, it is exactly that, recognising it and going, oh, how can I shift it in this moment? Release it. Yeah, yeah. totally. Let our chi guide you. Follow Chi Chart on Facebook and Instagram. What are some techniques that you've found useful, Meg, in terms of seeing that self-talk, catching yourself and then changing it? Firstly, we don't catch it all the time, 100%. (laughs) And I, I think it really comes down to how busy we are. Um, what we're doing if we're constantly doing we cannot catch it we are on autopilot we are in reactivity we're just operating out of that limbic region our brain we're just on the go so it's really difficult to catch the dialogue because what we've practiced grows stronger so we constantly go back to what we know so well so i think firstly slowing down taking time in the morning to set some time for affirmations then write them down but mel said it before put energy behind the affirmations get excited about the person you're becoming fall in love with the person you're becoming because we've got every right to or even just the person who you are yeah that that's acceptance and then Mm. get excited about what's happening from here yeah and forgive yourself for the failings absolutely because we've all got the failings if we carry those into the day Mm. we've got we've got a choice we've all got a choice to go you know what i can either judge myself or criticize myself or continue to talk shitty to myself or i'm going to practice because there's a practice starting to you know I've, i've just said that about myself all right what can i say that's a bit more kinder yeah and repeat it And, you know, one of the things that they do acknowledge in so much research and everything is that's why, you know, Western countries find meditation so hard because they come from that um, that alpha mindset. It's like, oh, damn it, my mum would have tracked and, you know, I can't do this bloody meditation. No, that's normal for your monkey mind to wander. Mm -hmm. If you can just come back to the breath every time and just practice gentleness around observation i think that's what's really lacking and they say you know people understand that when they um a lot of the eastern countries they have they really have that that gentleness around it and the gentleness of nature and spirit 
that we're lacking a lot and it causes a lot of they're saying it's causing a lot of mental illness and depression and stuff it's like that because we try mm. too hard mm. it's this whole thing of success mm. and failure yeah. right so instead of just being conscious and being present we're always thinking about how much better we've got to be mm-hmm. and what do we have to do to be better instead of just accepting hey failure is a part of success yeah let's just do our best i grew up with a saying another saying grant because he wanted me to introduce this that i said the other day <laughs> okay was, lisa that's a gem you gotta share <laughs> <laughs> tell us about you jim <laughs> if you love something set it free yeah if it comes back it is yours and if it doesn't it never was now you can apply that to people you can apply that to any sort of attachment and and I think in freeing yourself from that attachment, it's amazing how you, you just don't feel as unhappy, okay? You just, in letting that go, it's just like, you know, if, if you're really crazy about somebody and suddenly somebody doesn't return that affection, if you have that attitude that was never meant to be, it was never part of your journey, you're okay with that, right? And it's with anything. It's mm. being able to let that go. The other thing that... My stepfather taught me when I was a little girl was do your best and blow the rest. Right? Like that. Yeah. yeah. You can't yeah. do any better than what you no, can do. Absolutely not. Mm. You know, and you the more you do it, you're going to get better. That's yeah. a natural thing. Yes. But how can you expect mm. to do it fabulously first mm. time? And the other yeah. thing is when you grasp onto stuff, which is a yogi thing that, you know, Meg and I have studied a lot around <laughs> It moves further away from you when you get grasping. I remember there was this one time in radio where, or when I was a kid, it was like 19 or 20, I was a stand-up comedian. I was doing everything right to get that gig. Oh, God, this sounds so pathetic. (laughs) On Fox FM in Melbourne, right? Because it's Southern Cross Stereo, the big network. Everyone was there. So we had Student Youth Network, which we got the license for. Hamish and Andy were at Student Youth Network. Michael Whitfari was there who's on, you know, breakfast at Nova Sydney now. And all these people had gotten into Fox FM on the, in, the, in the old days in the phone rooms. I was the executive producer of The Breakfast Show. I'd done everything. I was a comedian. I could not get in the door of that bloody place. I'll tell you what. It wasn't until I threw all of the toys out of the cot. I wasn't getting, do you know what? I wasn't getting the big stand-up offerings either. Like I wanted to get Melbourne Town Hall for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Uh, you can get other venues, but they're a bit mm. more, less revered. If you get into the Town Hall, you kill yeah, it. Yeah. So I was like, stuff this, threw all the toys out of the cot. Got my law degree, went to Sydney, took a corporate gig. I'm like, this isn't going to happen for me. Next minute, I'm living in Manly, knock on the door afters, which is like the NIDA of commercial radio, we (laughs) want you. I did that course and got straight in afterwards to Carl and Jackie to their prime team, got pulled out of the course early to be taken out as the golden child and got an offer for Melbourne International Comedy Festival in the town hall. And I had to decide on both of those offers. You know, and that's yeah. crazy because it had been so elusive. That, that happens so often. Yeah. I know. And then you're what? faced with, well, what do I really want to do? I know. What, do you think the universe just does not reward that? It's a pushing energy. It, yeah, it's it's the universe it. is always giving. If we come from a sense of lack or I want or I wish oh. for this, it's a lack energy and we're going to get that lack energy back. We oh, let that go and just trust the timing. Yeah, and timing. when you let go of the want or the wish, <laughs> then somehow lands at your feet. 
but it's so hard in the world we're in to trust that process. Yeah. I like what you just said about yeah. timing because in the Chinese philosophy, so much has got to do with timing, mm. all right? So when the time is right. Absolutely. You know, there's a saying that also goes, when the student is ready, the master appears. Oh, so much, yeah. yeah. So it's the same, Mel, you, you may not have been ready, right? And, yeah. and when you let that go and you chose something else, suddenly you were. Mm. Crazy, isn't it? And it's, it is hard to trust the universe, isn't it? You know, especially when we're talking about coming from that place that we come from these days or how we're taught and conditioned. It's like we get told that we're in control of situations, right? Well, we it, it, it's, the, it's anything is possible. Yeah. So we strive for it. Yeah. yeah. And then all you need to do is have a day where it rains and winds like crazy and Mother Nature shows you who's boss and you go, I'm in control of nothing, right? We're That's, not. No. We're yeah. not. You know, and that's why I really think what you're doing about that self-talk and just learning to be present and getting rid of all that negative, you know, chit-chat in your head mm. and re- affirming, you know, the, the positive qualities that you have and being in that moment. But is that really also important. comes back to just how it's that internal chi mm. and actually mm. going, okay, well, I've got internal chi, I'm going to run with that. Or if my internal chi is out of sync, well, I actually see those days where I'm out of sync as my greatest opportunities. Yeah, mm. I heard Paul Check Absolutely, actually talk about yeah. it the other day on yeah. one of his podcasts where he said if you had the choice, or he asked your students, if you had the choice of choosing all the good days in, the, in, the, in, in your life where everything just worked out and it was a great party and all that sort of stuff, or you had a choice of taking those days as against the days where everything just went against you and, and your world fell apart, which days would you choose? Wow. And he said all his students choose the days where it all fell apart because yep. that's where the greatest learnings oh, were. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's where and the growth is. When we started yeah. the app, I started the app with the oh, I'm glass half full. This is what I would like to deliver to people where people have that positive mm. affirmation, positive energy, where they yeah. roll into the day loving themselves and all that sort yeah. of stuff and I'm going to make it work. Yeah. And we'll take the challenging days and mm. we'll put them in the corner. Mm. And that was me putting my mask on, to be honest with you, yeah. by putting them in the corner because I didn't want to highlight to people that they're going to get challenged. Mm. But in my journey, what I've learned is they're the best days. Yeah. And I can't believe that when mm. I go into those days, they're the days that I actually need to look in the mirror and say, I am lovable, I am valuable, and I am okay. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Let's go and fig jam today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're our biggest teachers, aren't they? You know, I love the saying, use our trigger. Our triggers are our biggest teachers. So when we are triggered in our environment, which <laughs> happens a lot, you know, it's a beautiful opportunity to self-check, to become present. In my book, I talk about a method that helped me. It's just the be here method. And it's just what's going on with my body. I'm triggered. I'm, you know, feeling tension. What's the emotion attached? Because it's an emotion. And then what is it my heart needs in that moment? Okay, cool. I'm going to use this trigger to learn something from it and grow. It's almost saying thank you to the trigger. Just going, you know what? I may as well thank the thing for showing up because it's showing up anyway. How am I going to react or respond? The real challenge is knowing that you've triggered or you've got an emotional response or you're reacting to something. And that's why our bodies are our biggest teacher. We all have it. And that's that's all energy. And you've got an energy blockage in a certain part of your body, which actually relates to the elements as well. Yeah. So whether you're in sync or out of sync with the day, there's actually an elemental association with that part Mm. of your body. And when you understand that, that's even more incredible. And I was loving what you were saying earlier in that you, what is is the process that you go through or how is it that you stop Mm. and slow down and get in touch Mm. with that energy? And that is our biggest challenge because I have actually asked people to let me know and whilst there's some relationships that it works out for, very rarely are other people come back and open with you and say, you know what, you're, 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 
and it, you're you're charged. Mm. You are charged at the moment, mm. and if you are charged, then maybe we need to take a step back and have a Pause. deep breath. But the reality mm. is, we we can only really ask ourselves to do that. Oh. And it's very interesting in terms of what Meg says of if we're going at that breakneck speed, we don't have the ability to think and act on things from a conscious mindset. So I can think of there was something recently and it's happening it happens to me all the time because I'm just I am running around like a headless chicken with two small children and lots of different <laughs> business stuff. But something happened and you know, even being a yogi, I go, how do people do this when they haven't done the study we have? But I was in emotion over something and it really riled me crazily. And I made like really poor decisions around stuff, you know, when I was in emotion, running hot, and you do. So, how, so did, what, how did you read that? Like, what came back to you? That, oh, that, I that read it afterwards in hindsight, right, which okay. is stupid. And then I gave well, myself a tap so, on the so bum stupid. again. It's oh, not stupid yeah, because at I least know. you thought about it. Yeah. You caught yourself. Yeah. A lot of people don't do that. So, mm. if you can actually look at hindsight or you look to the yeah. past to see the future and how you don't react yeah. or behave, yeah. that's awareness. Mm, and it's tough. Are you a brand in the energy space? We're always open to expanding our horizons and yours. Email energy at chichart.com. Let's read Meg's Chi Chart. Let's do it. <laughs> so excited for this. <laughs> Very interesting. As all charts, all of our lovely yeah. So, Meg, you were born on the day of the In Earth Rabbit. Very exciting. It already <laughs> sounds exciting. And the first uh, half... She's cute like a rabbit. I, I don't... <laughs> Jumpy like a rabbit. <laughs> it's very true. Soft like a rabbit. <laughs> it's soft. my tail like a rabbit. <laughs> You've got to be lucky for that one, though. <laughs> oh, so good. And you actually, your flow, first half of life. So I don't know what time you were born. You can probably um, give that to me another time. But for now, you're sort of in the the water flow. You've got a monkey and you've got a rat. So pretty much your, your focus is following wealth. When a woman follows wealth, um, water is favorable. Okay. And you have got a rival element on your month which means there may at times be frustrations and challenges and what you're doing is is such an interesting occupation because you've learnt to actually not make those rivals and challenges a real problem. You've used them as an opportunity for growth. Of course. Still wow. learning. Well, well, Still learning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's learning. Is growth and, and learning. And, 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 yeah. that, and that is really incredible. So I would have said your earlier life may have had quite a few challenges. Yeah. <laughs> um, Definitely, and and possibly when you were quite young, you would have formed an intense relationship. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And and that m- was probably not really that favourable. No, not particularly. Yeah, mm. not at all. Oh, I just got shivers then. No. Oh. So this year, okay, you had two special stars, okay, in your chart. So the ox of the year plus the monkey that you already have in your chart on your because you were born in the year of the young metal monkey. So I would say that this year might have been quite favourable as was last year. Yeah. 
Definitely huge yeah. changes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Mel knows that. <laughs> So I'm really, really happy for you. Mm. Now we are in, you're actually, sorry, I haven't done all my calcs here. So we're going 19. So you are 40 now. That's right. right. Yep. So you're in the, oh, okay. Have you met somebody? Has somebody come along? And, yes. Oh. yes. <laughs> so, well, I love it when she does that. She's so yeah, good, cool. isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so the power mm. has come to you. And for yeah. a woman, mm. all right. Yep. That's your male. Absolutely. Mm. It's there. So that's really quite lovely. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, things are looking until you're 43, you will be in that power. And then you go Six, in that three years. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then so three exciting. years of power. Ooh. And then at 43. <laughs> what happens then? <laughs> <laughs> I turn into a unicorn. And, you know. <laughs> no, actually everything. When you, when you turn 43, you will get another monkey, which... Again, goes with that nice water flow, which yep. is your wealth flows. So you don't have to. I mean, and this is in the absence of the years. I haven't gone through and analysed, you know, all the energy of say next the year, minutia. The, the year, yeah. yeah. So the the month, the year, the day, all of those things will impact you. But when you look at your elemental phases, you know, fundamentally they're actually good. Awesome. Right? For next little one. So I'm going to read you a couple of things. I had printed out from the birthday from Dr. Jin Pei his little book on the 60 personality types and this is the old traditional one and then I've written one as well yeah okay so I'm going to actually give you a bit of both perfect okay the belly supports a ship refers to individuals born on this day that know how to adapt and can handle many things. They can achieve success regardless of criticism from others. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Talk Those, about that a bit in my true. book. <laughs> <laughs> this is true of me. <laughs> Those who are born on this day will experience life in reverse order to others. Wow. That's really interesting. So they what are, does that mean, reverse well, listen, order? Listen, oh. listen. Growing into that listen. unicorn, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> They are wrong first before they are right. Oh, I love that. They are confused before they are aware. Yep. They experience bitterness before happiness. This is so good. (laughs) So on point. They need to reflect on their behaviour before seeing the light of day. In favourable periods, they are very deliberate and plan their actions well. Humble and honest, they can identify the right opportunity for success. They're well-educated and dignified. They remember the difficult times and challenges after becoming successful. Helpful individuals and mentors are present to assist them. Okay? So that's that. And I there's another section on that. How does that you make this. you feel? Is that on point? So, you know you know me no. quite well. A hundred percent. These last... Uh, to be honest, yeah, the last two years have been huge, yeah. massive, and it came down to my self-worth. It really did, and I talk about that so openly in the book because mm. I wasn't ready to write the book until I had to – I was triggered by my own book when I was writing it, and I was wow. like, I need to move through this. And it was the last nine months where it was like I, – I knew it was ready, but it comes down – as you all know, it comes down to our self-worth as to what comes back. Totally. So, so on point. Mm. Totally. And then I've written a little um, variation. So, that's the really traditional sort yep. of um, writings, and I've written more of a modern spin on it. Um, appearing central and caring, the yin earth rabbit personality is a whole lot tougher than they look. <laughs> Having experienced adversity before success, not to be underestimated, they're incredibly learned, resourceful, and resilient. 
if something needs to be done, they are the right people for the job as nothing stands in their way. (laughs) (laughs) The Yin Earth Rabbit is good at attracting support from helpful individuals and mentors. Awesome. And then there's, yeah, there's a little bit more, as I said, but those are all the positive things. It's everything like yin and yang. Yeah. It's, you've always got the, the flip side to 100%. That, you know, but 100%. you're aware of your flip side. I don't have to um, go there on that. So, yeah, it's all about balance. So cool. That's for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's so exciting. And it does make so much sense. Exactly. That. It's all a journey. And I think we just do have to be ready. And, yeah, my journey did start a lot later. I had to go through what I had to go to. And that was my gift to 100% now move into this space and that's what grant was talking about you know with that paul check podcast Mm. just saying those days the people everyone chose the toughest times yep if they could take anything and i think even now like if you were to say to me you know you can only take whatever like it's all about to end soon i would take you know the day that i gave birth to my child which was like awful (laughs) I said the words, cut it out of me. Get that thing out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Terrible, but great. Yeah. So interesting. Mm. It's funny because some of the most unhappiest people I've actually met in my life have been the ones that have had the perfect, what would seem like yeah, the perfect right. childhoods, the perfect lives, because they've never really had to question anything or grow. And, and yet they feel this great big, you know, unhappiness and they don't know where it's come from. I agree with you so much onto that. I, I work with individuals and it's something I see a lot of all the time. What is my purpose? And I'm like, yes. it's already there. You just need to look within, but you need to be quiet to listen. Rumi says, when we are quiet, we're able to hear. And we, it's already there. Our dharma is already there. We just have to, to tune in. We have to use this imagination and creativity to come back to that. And That's you're so true. right. If we keep looking in the external for the things to make us happy we're yes. never going to be happy no. yeah it keeps yeah. escalating mm. and I, that's where i was <laughs> everything was on the external for me and i was just getting darker and deeper into this feeling of i'm not enough victim mm. complex yeah. and it I didn't need, matter I need more it's interesting i was talking to meg recently she said she did this what was it, an ultra marathon oh, in, to run from my problems in, in, in <laughs> africa yeah. you know what i mean and it's just like she's just run so hard and so far and so fast and yet yeah it wasn't enough no not at all i finished it i'm like oh i thought that was going to make me feel complete you know i've done this big thing and i felt worse you know and physically i felt pretty shit too but um i literally was i was running and numbing from my emotions that i didn't mm. want to feel and tara brock says what is it we are unwilling to feel we have to face it we have to sit with it mm. we have to meditate and sit in the in the messiness yeah and when we do that the thing come up and it's our, mm. uh, the energy asking for our attention to yes. go hey here you go you can deal with this or you can suppress it back down yeah. again and then it's going to come out physically yeah it's really interesting in the untethered soul how they talk about samskara oh. or blocked energy that hasn't been released and how that's why a lot of people as they age and that you've got so much blocked energy you can't take energy on from the universe because every little thing triggers you in life and you'll see this you if you're listening you'll probably notice it in your parents and stuff like that every that's why they say cranky old man every single thing in or woman every little thing in their life is a trigger for them to a block samskara and they can't actually enjoy any part of the day lisa's got a really good Mm. saying about from 
boys to oh yeah i use the saying and and actually it's another it's, one it's it's got a little bit of a following i say that you know and i said this to grant the other day i said there's no in between right it's always boys to grumpy old men there's mm. there's there's no you know man there it's and i got really shitty boys. about that, Does yeah. that mean I'm <laughs> and, and then he thought about it and he said you know, I think you're right. Boys are always boys, you know. And he said he was talking about his dad saying he's still a boy. He's he's never actually got to the grumpy old man because he doesn't want to, you know, be a man or for whatever. He's just still behaving like a boy. Well, the problem is is that you everyone's on their own journey and I think a lot of people actually never really mature because they yeah. don't go to that quiet place mm. and accept and forgive themselves for mm-hmm. all their imperfections and failings. Yeah. So, and they don't sit in the seat of consciousness no. and look at their own actions, right? We scoot, no. we scoot above it. Um, can I share a short story here on yeah, my yeah. own? Oh, please. Just on this topic, I'm so big on the samskaras and for me it was a game changer learning about these impressions that we hold on to. So my nan passed away in December last year and it was the biggest lesson that I've ever got. It was a lesson of surrender. Do not hold on to a thing, ever. My nan passed away at 97 years old and she was... It was three years in the last and she was just battling with emotion. She would write on the hospital walls, help me. There was incidents where she was just not herself. She was angry, frustrated, like just a different person. She wanted to go, but she was so tense in her body that she couldn't. The last day that she was with us, we went to the nursing home and I, the words that came out of her mouth, I get so emotional talking about this, but it's so important, was I can't forgive myself. I've been a bad person Aww. from something that happened 70 years ago in her past. So we can either choose to hold on to the guilt and the shame and the things that have happened for so long and it comes out physically into our bodies and we we need to let ourselves release it. But that was the last couple of moments. Even the morphine jumped out of her arm. She was so rigid. But oh the words, God, I can't forgive, I've been a bad person, is not something any of us should mm. go to that last day in our life and hold on to. Um, and that's because of these impressions that we've had something happen in our life that we've held on to and we've stored it. And these secrets. It creates a block. It's really interesting you say that. And I'm a couple of years, something happened in our family that was very yeah. traumatic. We all have skeletons mm. and we hold on to these secrets. And um, this secret, you know, that was sort of a secret, but obviously not a secret, came out and it directly impacted me and all of my children and several other people. And you know what? When you tell me that story about your grandmother... I now, in hindsight, was the most painful, horrible thing. And it still comes up, but I'm so glad that it's out there now, mm-hmm. yes. that I'm at peace with that. Yeah. You know, like none of us are perfect. We all, you know, mm. make bad decisions and judgment calls at the time. Mm. But when you actually have to hold on to that That's as so well and live with that yeah. for 70 bloody years, Jeez. I mean, the trauma for her... Mm. Like, I, I'm just so grateful that that actually came out, even though it was the most horrendous mm. thing. Um, oh, it taught me so much, and yeah. that was my permission to, to get this book going. It really was. I felt it's like that is what the book is about. It's about surrendering all this up, not holding on to guilt, blame, or shame. And it's it's irrelevant. Whatever's happened's happened. And, yeah. yes, it's hard it for all of us, yes. um, but it really is our choice as to how long we hold on to it for. Mm. Mm. And we need to create this flow, this energy that our bodies crave. And it comes with letting go, like, you know, what Mel was talking about before. Thank you for sharing that story. It's, that's oh, it came really, up, I guess, yeah. in the space of it, but she's my biggest teacher, yeah. 100%.
Chat by Chat. That is Meg Linton. You can follow her on the gram at Watch Your Language or Meg Linton is her personal account. And uh, make sure you get the book when it comes out and join her free Facebook group, which is... Shift your self-talk. You do that. You go shift it. Good on you. Have a good one. Like us? Give us a five-star energy rating wherever you listen. Chat by Chat.